0: Quickly, let's take our declaration as, uh, of understanding as we begin to study, as our usual habits. Before we go into the study of the Word of God, it's our school of prayer. Let's take the declaration of understanding. Are you ready for that? Yes, sir. All right, let's do it Let's go. Now I declare. I declare that the Lord has given me the spirit of wisdom and revelation and the knowledge of him, and I'm being filled with the knowledge of his will, in our spiritual wisdom and understanding. As a result of this, I am um, walking in a manner worthy of the Lord. I am pleasing Him in all respects. I am bearing fruit in every good work, and I am increasing in the knowledge of God. Now again, I incline my ears to His Word. Word is entering my heart. It is giving me light and direction. It is healing me in every area, and it is making me more and more like the Lord Jesus. In the name of Jesus Christ, Amen. Amen. All right, the Lord is good. Let's take our sits. Can we open our Bibles quickly today to the book of Proverbs chapter... Okay, let's start first from Daniel chapter um, 5, then we'll now go to Proverbs chapter 8. Let's remember, anytime we are studying the scriptures, we're not just getting information. Information is good, you understand that? But what are we doing? We are drinking of the Spirit. What are we doing? Say that again. Please, bear it in mind. Anytime you open your Bible, know that it's not just information. The aim is to drink of the Spirit of God. Anytime you want to study the Scriptures, anytime you are going to church, somebody is going to preach. Please know you are going to do what: drink of a Spirit. All right, you are going to drink of a Spirit. That is, by the time you leave there, you will have ability you didn't have before. That's a summary of what we are saying. You will have the ability you didn't have before that's what it means to drink of a spirit when you live there you will have insight you did not have before you will have the ability to do certain things things that you probably did not have the ability to do before that's what we mean by drinking of a spirit you have a different kind of strength okay and that I personally have had that experience many times things that actually sometimes life may look disturbing there will be things that want to give you confusion in life. Then you go and drink of the Spirit of God. You come back and look for the confusion and you can't find it. I hope you're getting my point. You look for the confusion and you can't find it. You're, just, you're wondering, what was my issue a few moments ago? That's just the way life is, alright? That is, you, what you don't realize is that you have finished drinking of that Spirit and it has changed your abilities, your vision, your perspective, with respect to the things that were confusing you before. You know, when Peter finished speaking on that day of Pentecost, the people said, ah, these people are not learned. Okay? And at other times, they said they perceived that they had been with whom? With Jesus. And then many times, of course, we quote it as, as, as to say, that's why things, was, um, things were for them the way it was. But we look, no, it's not because they had been with Jesus. Now, I'm not saying being with Jesus didn't matter. Okay? When Jesus said, Tyre in Jerusalem, had he not been with him? No, answer me, had he not been with him? No. They had been with him. But he didn't say, because you have been with me, you can now go. He said, you will wait until what? You are endued with power from on high. What, what I might say? Peter had a new eloquence because he drank of his spirit. He had a new level of boldness. The same Peter that was denying Christ and running away, now he had been filled with the spirit of boldness. The Sanhedrin sat over them and warned them not to speak in that name again. He spoke up and said, (laughs) like we say in Enugu, you self-check him. Should we obey God or obey man? Look, Look, this is not about boldness. Let's just reason together. Let's think about it. If God gives us an instruction, you give us a contrary instruction, you elders, who should we obey? Now, he wasn't, now, I'm trying to says that to him, Dino was very reasonable. He wasn't trying to do, let me tell you I'm bold. You can't scare me. I'm a child of God. No, he wasn't. He was just being reasonable. Look, guys, think about it. Now, if you ask him, that was bold of you. He said, no, now, what's bold about it? This is just common sense. Now, that's because he had been, what? Filled with the spirit. So people thought that it's because they had been with Jesus. No, that's not the full story. The full thing is that they had become filled with the spirit. Anytime you pick your scriptures, you're not just reading that, okay, they say we must do quiet time every day. No, it's like going to eat. You know, it's like I've been very ill. I've not been able to eat for some days, so I'm weak. So now I want to strengthen myself. What do I do? I go and eat. It's not knowledge that gives you that strength. It's that you drink of the Spirit of God when you are eating. I hope you're getting my point. That is, eating the Scriptures now. That's what I'm trying to emphasize. So let's bear that in mind. Anytime you are reading your Bible, open your heart. Something's supposed to flow into you. Now let's re- just read this portion again. Daniel chapter 5. It said, the queen entered the banquet hall because of the words. I'm reading from verse 10. Of course, you know this is a follow-up to Mene, Mene, Tekel, and stuff like that. And the king was confused. So the queen entered. That's his mother actually. The queen spoke and said, O king, live forever. Do not let your thoughts alarm you or your face be pale. There is a man in your kingdom in whom is a spirit of the holy gods. And in the days of your father, illumination, insight, and wisdom like the wisdom of the gods were found in him. And Nebuchadnezzar, king Nebuchadnezzar, your father, Your father, the king, appointed him chief of the magicians, conjurers, chaldeans, and diviners. This was because an extraordinary spirit, knowledge and insight, interpretation of dreams, explanation of enigmas, and solving of difficult problems were found in this Daniel, whom the king named Belshazzar. Let Daniel now be summoned, and he will declare the interpretation. What are we reading? A, a, a reading here concerning Daniel, the fact that he had an extraordinary spirit. And I'm saying every child of God that contemplates this spirit that God poured into Daniel will receive the same spirit. Say amen to that. Amen. By saying may you are claiming it for yourself, oh. Yeah. Today the Lord is causing to flow the. Extraordinary spirit, the same that he gave to Daniel. Say amen to that. Amen. Because of that, insight, understanding, interpretation of dreams, explanation of enigmas, and the ability to solve difficult problems were found in him. And if you have heard that and you are receiving and drinking of that, say an amen. Amen. As we are reading this, we're not just getting information. You know what we are getting? The spirit. What we are getting is what? The Spirit. What we are getting is what? The Spirit. What am I saying? You will have insight. Amen. You will know how to interpret dreams. Amen. Can I just say something small? You will know your dreams are just dreams of, what do you call it? Dreams of hunger. Thank you. you no know, Dreams that mean nothing. I don't know about you, but I dream... All my life, I think it's 75 percent. No, it 95 percent of my dreams have just been I do dreams. This is when I dream, I and I do dream. I really don't know why. As soon as I open my eyes, I realize I was playing something on my phone. It didn't go off. Especially when I download some things to YouTube and I'm watching one and I sleep off. All the ones I've downloaded just be playing one after the other. They can play for the next two hours. So I'll be seeing stars. It's not Joseph. <laughs> He said I downloaded I downloaded something on stars. So the man is narrating it as that dreaming. So when I wake up, say I'm dreaming of stars, I see the screens on. I just show the thing, then I go back to sleep. Sometimes it's not even that silly, it's nice. The Red Prince is preaching, the person is preaching, Ken Hagen is preaching. Different ministers I have on my message, on my phone, they are preaching. And I start leaving out what they are saying. So when I when I wake up, what was I dreaming? I just heard one man talk. I said, oh, you are the one giving me dreams. So I put it off so I can get a good sleep. So it happens to me a lot. There are not too many times in my life, I think I can remember most of them, maybe not all, that I've had dreams that are significant. And the moment I woke up, I knew what they meant. Most of them. A lot of them, it will take me time to interpret. Okay? Let me tell you, before you go around interpreting other people's dreams, interpret your own dreams. So, Pastor, how do I know which one is significant? Just drink of this spirit. As we are talking about it, you are getting understanding. You are getting inside. I'm not going to give you methods. I've seen people teaching methods on how to interpret dreams. Well, let me just say that there's nothing inside it. I, let me say, I just can't understand. I don't think Joseph was taught. I don't think Daniel was taught. If Daniel was taught, all his brothers would have been able to do it. He was the only one that could do that. He was the one that understood that. I hope you're getting my point. All right? So there's no method to it. I don't believe there's a method. Based on the circumstances of your life and the things happening, God will let you know which one is significant, which one is not significant. Whether he gave you a dream or you gave yourself a dream. If you are thinking of something for too long, you may start dreaming about it. But the ability to know which one is significant and which one is not, God will give it to you in Jesus' name. Amen. The spirit of knowledge and understanding is very important. Many people dream dreams. There are interpretations that you will know cannot be true. Yes. Now, there are things you will say. I just said, this one cannot be true. A lot of people have been dreaming all kinds of things. I said, this is your dream. What I mean is that they've been interpreting all kinds of interpretations of certain dreams. If the interpretation does not magnify Christ, it does not magnify righteousness. If it scares you, just for the sake of scaring you, if it magnifies anything that is negative... And it's not in the process calling you to righteousness. Now, what I'm trying to say is that you can dream that you are going to enter hellfire. And you will know why you are going to hellfire. Oh, God he just warning you that all the lies, all the ways you've been making money in the last one and a half years, is about to bring you to judgment. So when I say it's scaring you, it's not just that it's scaring you with hellfire. He's scaring you away from what? Unrighteousness. I hope you're getting my point. Otherwise, a dream will not just come to you. Just to confuse your soul. To make you uncertain about life. That's not what it does. A dream comes to correct you. To, you know, to encourage you. To continue doing what is right. To let you know what you are doing is not right. Change it. Or to tell you to be patient. Wait for the Lord. I'm talking about personal things now. Alright? all right. All right? That's what it is doing for you. So if you dream a dream would you, you hear that your neighbor, they were dancing around a tree and calling your name. Now, how are you going to interpret it? Now, if you interpret it, that it now means that you have to now go to your own altar and fire them back. It's the wrong church you went to that's giving you a dream. It's not Jesus Christ, it's not the Spirit of God. I've heard people narrate fun dreams like that. They did not dream that, okay, uh, what was worrying your family was that one man has been sitting on a mango tree since you were a child? It has not been revealed to you in your dream. Let me tell you the truth. Eh? Satan has. Desire to confuse you further. And if you follow that, you enter into more confusion. I just feel like sitting on this matter a little bit. Any dream you have concerning your personal life cannot be of the spirit of God if he's not doing these things I'm saying. Showing you the truth about God. Correcting you concerning righteousness. Telling you to correct your ways establishing your heart in the truth of God. If it is magnifying witches, it's not the dream of God. I hope you're getting my point. Visions of the night that undermine the truth of the scriptures is not of God. Sometimes the interpretation is the problem. They will tell you that um, if you see yourself flying, it means that they gave you over to a man's spirit when you were a child. Like one man said, you now go and meet your parents and say to them, Tell me the story of my life. Have you heard that thing before? Pastors have told people, go and tell your parents to tell you the story of your life. Tell me which shrine did we go to when my mother was pregnant with me? Where did you bury my placenta? You are laughing. Just know that God delivered you. You didn't go to such a church. So, because every night you've been dreaming that you were flying, they say it means you are a witch. Now let me ask you a simple question. How can you be a witch and you don't know? You want to know the truth? It is not possible. Even if your mother initiated you when you were young, the day you started going to church and you refused to go to the cover, you know what happened? They sacked you. The witchcraft people themselves, they sacked you. You can't... Why are we sitting on this again? You cannot be forced to enter a society you don't want to enter. And let them know. In case you are like that, tell this which that's okay. I will come next week with all the power of Christ in me. They are the ones that will tell you don't come. I hope I'm, I hope you are clear what I'm saying. So if you dream you are flying, I mean you should know what that means. It's not in the scriptures. They shall do what? Mount up with what? With wings and crawl. They mount up with. They soar. Thank you very much. So if I dream I'm flying, you just confirm scriptures for me. One man told Bishop, what I dreamt, I saw you in the air. He said, yes, that is me. bearing the. <laughs> it means I'm going to buy a private jet. And he did. So, he saw that dream and said, they are witches. He said, no, it means I'm literally going to fly. And he has bought private jets, one, two, I don't know whether he's done the third one. The dream has been fulfilled. I hope you're getting my point. Know how to interpret your dreams. And as I'm speaking, God will give you understanding. Dreams don't scare the children of God. They are not allowed to. They correct them. They tell them what will come to pass if it's concerning their lives. Sometimes God will say, listen, like I said, scaring you is not really scary. It's a warning if it is true. He will tell you, turn. The way you are going is not right. For example, if you had a prodigal son and you are about to collect your inheritance from your father and go to a distant land, you can dream that you saw pigs all around and you were in the middle of them. And you couldn't distinguish between yourself and the pig. Because all of you looked piggly Or pigly. <laughs> or piggish, thank you. Give me another adjective. <laughs> all of you just look pig things, yeah? Now, when you see that kind of dream, you know what that tells you? Go and tell your father, I don't want that inheritance again. Because this whole road I'm going... By the time I'm done, I won't know who's the pig and who's the human being. That's what the, the, the true spirit of God will tell you. One young lady, I heard her story. She was raised up in a Christian home, the way God would give every believer the ability to raise their children. So after she grew up, one day she went and sat her parents down and said, that, thank you, daddy, I love you. Thank you, mommy, I love you. I believe you guys meant well for me all these years. But you see, I think it's not been exactly fair. I need to go out and see what the world has to offer. You know, very business-like in the discussion with the parents. She wanted to stop the church thing and go the way of the world. The parents, God gave them wisdom. They did not argue. They didn't flare up nothing. They said to her, thank you very much for such, um, for being truthful. And level-headed about this. We can't stop you. You need to do, I mean, we won't stop you from what you want to do. we pray for you and all of that. But just give it a, a day or two more, all right? So when the girl went home to sleep, they went in to pray. And they prayed. I don't know the kind of prayers they prayed. But the girl was sleeping. And then she dreamt that she saw two cities. One city was very beautiful, brilliant. Oh, my God, just attracting you. Come, this is the Dubai of your dreams. another that kind of thing. <laughs> so she went towards the city. Then as she got closer, the lights began to dim. The closer she got, the dimmer the lights became. Initially from fire, it was looking very brilliant. And as she was approaching, it was looking brilliant. But when she was now getting close to the city, about to enter, all the lights began to go out. Then one man now came to take her by the hand. Let me lead you around initially it was a very nice, handsome guy, and she was happy to follow. But then the more they walked, the uglier he became. And the lights in the city kept on dying, one after the other. And she saw that the buildings were not shining anymore. And the, the paints were off, litter everywhere. As she was entering into the city, she realized she was entering into hell. And she looked at the gentleman and look, where are we going? And when she saw his face, he had changed into his real color. And you know who that was? The devil. Then she woke up and told her parents, I'm not going again. <laughs> now this really happened. It's not a fabricated story. It really happened, not a fabricated story. Next day she went and told the parents, you know that discussion we had last night or the day before, I don't think it's good. I think this city I'm living in is a correct city. I think the attraction that I saw on the other side is fake. I think I've just been deceived. Like somebody said, you've heard the joke, it's been flying around, still saw it recently, about the politician that died. And when he got to the pearly gates, he said, supposed to go to heaven. He Say, well, well, you make up your mind, but just take a tour of heaven and hell. And when he got to hell, heaven looked nice, clouds everywhere, people looking white and feeling happy. But when he got to hell, my God. So beautiful. You know, everything was beautiful. They were playing golf. They we went to the beach. The water was crystal clear. People were lying on the beach. They would swim. They were eating from, you know, they were eating 10 course meals. Play, and of course, music was jamming. Everything was cool. Wow. So you go back to the Pelé say Okay, make up your mind. Are you going to heaven or going to hell? <laughs> say, man, I've been to that hell. It's a good place. Let me just go to hell. So they said, all right, bye-bye. Off to hell you go. He took the lift and went down. Bam. Opened the door when they got there. Ah. They saw magma, multi magma falling from mountains. Run down buildings. Everywhere was hot and uncomfortable. Devil, this time around, the, the tour guide earlier, very handsome guy. To this time around, he has turned to the devil with a speech fork in his hand. He come over to this side. Come and walk. Go and pack that rubbish. Eat, eat that sand. You know that kind of thing. He said, Excuse me, excuse me. I was here just two days ago. That's why I chose to come. He said, oh, you came during the campaign. <laughs> that now you have finished voting. Voting is over. There was a politician. <laughs> what am I saying? That is what dreams do for Christians. They correct you. That girl was corrected by a dream. I hope you're getting my point. If a dream wants you to be afraid and they can't tell you anything you have to correct your life concerning righteousness, it's not of God. I hope you're getting my point. Remember we said Daniel had one spirit? The ability to interpret dreams. Look at it in verse 12. He said he had an extraordinary spirit. Knowledge and insight. Interpretation of dreams. Explanation of You know, enigmas, things that are confusing, things that other people do not understand. He could explain riddles, things that are twisted, Daniel will unwind them. Problems in the office that nobody else understood how it came or how it may be solved, Daniel will solve it. He said the solving of difficult problems. Every child of God listening to me, that is what you are receiving now. Yesterday, Pastor Chintok was preaching in um, Meduguri. Uh, uh, my pastor is organizing, they have the Apostolic Summit Meduguri going on. So I followed them online yesterday evening. And he made a statement. <laughs> he said, What distinguishes you in your workplace hmm? is the spirit inspired solutions you bring to the place. I hope you getting my point? that is the spirit-inspired productivity, the spirit-inspired solutions you bring to your workplace. That is what will distinguish you. You know what distinguishes Daniel? That spirit-inspired ability to solve difficult problems. I hope you're getting my point. Listen, you don't have to be the boss. You don't have to be. All you just need to do is have the right spirit. God will open the door for that spirit to manifest. You know, he said, no one lights a light and puts it under a bushel. But what does he do? He puts it on the lampstand. Now, who lights your light? Answer, who lights your light? Is it by your own strength? Is it by the Spirit of God? Say yes if it is true. Now, so are you the one that lit your own light? No. Who lit your light? God. So who's supposed to put it somewhere? That's what Jesus said. No one lights a light and puts it where? That God would not light your light and hide it somewhere where it cannot shine. You know, one problem we have, in fact, which is what I'm trying to teach today, because I meditate on what I will bring today, and what just sat on my heart, and I believe it's the Spirit of God, is that the Lord wants us to have the ability to make sound judgments and sound decisions concerning our lives. It's very important. We talked about it before, but today that's what I want to emphasize on. Why did I bring up that, that one up suddenly? Because sometimes. God lights our light, our lamp, and he says, okay, let me put it on the lampstand. Then as we about to put it on the lampstand, you look at the lampstand, I don't like this one. Why? It's not made of, my friend's own is made of this kind of material, it shines a lot. Because the one I want to use eh, right now is made of mahogany. What's your own problem? Must it be made of gold? Must it be made of silver? What matters to the lamp? that is high enough to shine everywhere. You know why I'm saying so? Many people that God wants to give the ability to shine, they don't like the job. The money is not plenty. God said, listen, this is where you will shine. But they don't like the job. They don't like it. They will reject it and then go to a place where the money is better, but they cannot shine. It's God that said, go stay here and shine. But they say, no. I was there when you lit the lamp for the other guy. Look, pure titanium stand. That's what you use. Why are you using my own? Made of mahogany. What if my fire falls on it and it burns? I don't know whether you get getting my point. One reason why people don't, can't shine is that where God kept them, they don't like it there. And I'm praying for you. Listen to me. You are receiving the spirit of making the right choices Amen. so that you will not walk away from where God kept you. Because that's where he has kept your light to shine. I hope you're getting my point. Why do people make wrong choices? They lack vision. They lack, you know. As I was driving down this uh, evening, my daughter and I came together from home. So she was saying that one of her friends, that when you hear this girl complain, she looked at her like you're only 16 years old. Look at how you are talking about Nigeria. Do you get my point? One day, a cousin of mine called me years ago, not now. What I'm saying is more than 10 years. Said that she's trying to gather money to travel abroad. Not today. I said, Why? He said, Bros, the way this country is going. Do you know? It was painful that we were talking on the phone. I wished it was face to face. I felt I said, I feel like, say, You don't have respect. You are telling your elder the way the country is going. I don't know whether you're getting my point. Instead, you have to come and ask me. Say, Sir, please, can you tell me how the country is going? Then I will. To- <laughs> yeah, I will give you understanding. I will give you insight. And you are telling me the way the country is going. Meanwhile, you have not gone anywhere. You can't even recognize the country if it passes in front of you. And like you are telling me the way the country is going. People's sights have been filled with discouraging things. See, most of the things you see in life, they are, they are how do I say it? Not, not what, whether it is good or bad, none is real. Did you hear what I said? Whether it is good or bad, none is real. What is real is what the Spirit of God is saying. Did you hear what I said? But when people lack discretion, when they lack understanding, they will take that which is not real and use it to make eternal judgment. Are you getting my point? Because they lack discernment, they lack understanding, they take that which is not real, they use it to make eternal judgments or long lasting decisions. Things that will affect their future, affect their destiny. Because of blindness. Listen, there is no, like I said, today we are talking about the Spirit of God. And as you are hearing it is entering into you. Amen. That's what we are doing. It's hearing with faith that God will point to you a spirit as you are hearing this. That that which is not real will be, will be clear to you that they are not real. And that you will have the ability to discern that which is excellent. Amen. So that you will make your decisions concerning your life based on that which is excellent. These are critical decisions. You know, one day my wife told me the story of a young woman that came to her for counsel. And by the time she finished telling the story, my heart broke. Don't know the person. I said, ah, some men are wicked. Don't let me sound like a wicked person. You know, not say, all you men are like that. Because my own wickedness was going to be in passing judgment. That this kind of person, God will just send you to a kind of hellfire that you'll be alone there. That like God said, no, 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 I can't let you mix with other wicked people. Your own is we <laughs> it's unique. No, by, by the time my wife finished describing to me what happened, I can't give you the stories, the details now. To the young woman, I realized that nobody could have delivered her from that trap. When an experienced man decides to set a trap for a young lady of marriage age. And all he was doing was lying to her. When I saw the whole thing, I said, no now. In fact, when the whole thing collapsed, the young lady said, suddenly I looked back and I realized that that was too good to be true. I don't know whether you're getting my point. And I said, look, there is no, there's no deliverance, naturally speaking. That's why Solomon said, let's just read it again. Ecclesiastes chapter 7. Verse 26, he said, And I discovered more bitter than death the woman whose heart is snares and nets. Verse 26, The woman whose heart is snares and nets. He said, Whose hands are chains. What does that tell you? The heart entraps you and the hands do what? They chain the individual. He said, One who is pleasing to God will escape. Not the one that is smart. But the sinner will be captured by her. Now, if you've heard me teach about this before, and if you haven't, please go to our website and look for the series Ecclesiastes and listen to the whole thing. You'll get to this particular point where I thought about this. But what did I explain then? What I summarized there is that here I he wasn't talking, and it's a matter of fact, we don't have time to go over it. It was not talking about a literal woman per se, it was using this woman to describe what life can be. He was saying that no matter how wise you are, you can fall into the traps and the snares of life. Life can bind you and chain you even though you thought you were wise. I hope you're getting my point. If you see, in previous verses, he was talking about the fact that I said I will be wise. I decided to seek wisdom. I decided to know how to make money and all of that. At the end of the day, you fall into the traps of life. I saw one video the other day. I don't know. I've not investigated, so I won't give you details. But one man was talking about one major landmark in Nigeria, how his father built it, and how they kept on conniving to take it away from the man. Eventually, the man died in the process, having invested millions and millions of dollars. And I said, that's what Solomon is talking about. That life has traps. He said, to the, the only the pleasure of God. Only God can deliver you from the traps of life. Here, I wasn't talking about the literal woman. It was talking about how life can be, how life can be enticing. And I feel sorry for a lot of people making some certain decisions concerning their lives. I say, I hope you are not falling into a trap. Please, let me say it straight. Before you decide that I don't like this country, I'm going to the other one. Eh? Please don't pray for two days. Though. Don't pray for one month. It's too short. I think you should pray for a whole year. And I'm not joking. If there's an opportunity, say, wait, wait, wait. If it cannot wait, it's not of God. You are going to walk to Somebody just, you just get an email and uh, walk, uh, uh, emigrate and immigrate and transmigrate, and then three weeks later you are finished feeling form. you on your way. You have to, I need to ask you: Is your head correct? I must say it is wrong. I just say what? Pray for. Eh? Which are you repeating for me? I said, (laughs) I said, pray for some time. Give it all the tests. Give it all the prayer. Discuss with people. Ask for counsel. Don't move until your heart is fully satisfied having prayed. And when I say pray, having removed all your personal desires through prayer. Because personal desire is the most confusing thing in life. Just by the way. If you're a single woman and a man chases you well. And you fall in love with him well. Please don't marry him until your pastors are elders that you respect. Do you get my point? They say it looks good. Why? Because you can't think anymore. You think you can't think? You can't think. Even when you are going to pray, it's like God, confirm it. <laughs> confirm it. They say you have gone to pray. You have not gone to pray. You have gone to persuade God. Israelites har- harassed his life until he gave them meat. I'm giving you real tips of life. You know why I'm saying so? Traps are as enticing as what we call... Okay, let me put it this way. Traps also have open doors. What did I say? So when you go and do program program, this is a year of open doors. Just make sure that it's not a year of traps. It's important you make sure it's not a year of traps. Let me say this. There is no substitute to prayer for us believers. There's no wisdom you can have to make the right decisions that will make prayer unnecessary. What does the prayer do? Or how do you say, it? God, everything I know to do, every wisdom I have, I put it to use here. That which I don't see, please teach me. Show it to me. I'll be getting my point. You need to tell him, Lord, that which I don't understand, show it to me. Lord, if this will not lead me into your path, if you don't establish me on the way of destiny for my life, Biko, close the door. Before I married those days, I had one prayer I used to pray. In fact, my wife will tell you, I said that the day of our wedding, that the day we will get married, I will tell her something. She was waiting for. I think it's a powerful thing she was surprised that it was just two or three lines I learned from the, um, what's his name? Ed Louis Cole. As soon as he said, I pronounce you man and wife. I said, let me tell you that thing I've been telling you. Today I will tell you. Say, what is it? I said, I love you. You are God's gift to me. I said, that's what I've been waiting for all this while. Yes. I said, I couldn't say it until today. I said, oh, t- up till now, now I try. Now I believe I think I am persuaded. I said, until they say, I hereby pronounce you. That that time, I'm not going back. After they have asked, do you? And I say, I do. And they ask you, do you? You say, you do. And you you know those declarations? That I, I take thee to be my lawful wedded wife, to love and to hold. To cherish and to and to carry, you know what I mean to carry. I don't know. <laughs> for for better, for worse, for richer, for poorer, in sickness and in health, till uh, death us do part. You know that can hear. I said until when they finish that one, they man say by the authority conferred upon me by God, by church, by man, by the congregation of the brethren. I pronounce you man until then. I don't care if God spoke to me because God says things. And we hear the opposite. And he said, what if there are open doors? Did you notice that when Jonah was running away from God in the opposite direction, he found a boat? And he had the money to pay? He said, you know, the way the money just came, I knew it was God and I lie. It's because you wanted to go to Tashish. It's true. you wanted to go to Tashish. That was why you found Joppa. You found the boat at the shore and you paid the right amount. And you were comfortable enough to sleep, but you were on the, wrong, well, you were on the boat to the wrong place. I hope you're getting my point. He said, I prayed that prayer. Look, look, look. Before I knew my wife, i had prayed the prayer. I begged God. I said, No matter who the woman is, no matter how much my heart is united with loving her, this is not your will about God. Now beg. Okay, I said, Lord, I hereby authorize you. This is the authority letter. I signed it. Anytime you like, cancel it. Just write. I, Banky, i am not marrying her again. I've already signed a B. And then just, you know, you are God now. You know the process to work to scatter the whole thing. I, God is my witness. I told him that long before. So that's why I was telling my wife, don't worry, there's something I want to tell you. What I couldn't tell her is that, you know, I'm not sure it's anything anything you know, until that day. Now, that doesn't mean I was not making an arrangement to, of course, uh, do you just appear in church without a suit? Of course you have. <laughs> you must have done everything. We have made all the arrangements. When they finally said, I pronounce you man and wife, I said, God, believe I say, we, we, we get them. So one brother asked me, he said, Pastor Banky, did God speak to you concerning the woman you will marry? I said, Yes, he did. He said, so how did he say it? I said, The officiating priest said, I pronounce you man and wife. He, I'm not joking. The brother laughed so hard. He was sitting on a high stool. He fell off the stool. He expected me to say, That night as I was praying, the heavens opened. And I saw Orion move for the ram. And then I saw before me two thrones. And I was about to sit on one, and I realized that it's not good that I sit all alone. Then I looked. Oh, and I saw the woman approaching. And who did I see? This is my wife that I married today. People have seen that I married Jezebel. So I told God, no matter the vision I see, it's not as important as you carrying out your will in my life. Nevertheless, not my will, but yours be done. You know why? Because life has traps. People have said, God told me to, and you see the regret in their life. say, God told you, and you are looking like, how could God have told you this? Where were you when God was saying, I, I wasn't talking to somebody behind you. You know, sometimes God will call somebody, um, empty and we cross it to a glow line. And then you will be talking. You think they are, t- they are not talking to you. There was one joke of a movie we watched long ago when we were young. This guy was going to l- look for Moses. Now, it's a joke, right? It's a, you know, just a joke. But you see what I'm saying. He went to look for Moses. They had some sheep business when she- Moses was in the wilderness, you no, know, in Midian. So he went to look for Moses. So, as he was approaching, Moses, where are you? He said, overhearing God talk to Moses. You will go and deliver my people. He didn't know Moses was around. So he said, Yes, Lord, your servant (laughs) is. God was not talking to him, he was talking to Moses. But he was hearing somewhere else. He took all the instructions down. You will say to Pharaoh, Let my people go. He got there. He went to meet Pharaoh. Let my people go. Pharaoh said, which people? <laughs> he said, the people that Moses carried away. <laughs> the Lord is good. What am I trying to say? That's why we pray to God. Say, Lord, I beg. It is not about visions and revelations. If what we are going to do is wrong. Please, my name is Jonah. Jonah. If I'm going to Juba, on my way to Tashis, let there be no boat. Let Agbiru collect my money and say, wait here, let me go and bring your boat. Let it disappear with my money. Let me be stranded at the port. It's better than to enter the boat and drown. It's an important prayer. It's very, very important. Pray it for your life. Pray it for your loved ones. If you're a parent, pray it over your children. It's very important, because this life can be complicated. This life can full, is full of traps, not can be. It is full of traps. But as I'm saying this, the spirit of discernment is entering into you. Amen. One who is pleasing to God will escape from her. That you are paying attention to this word. No trap of this life will snatch you. Amen. You will not be captured by the traps of life. Live down for the sinners. The Bible says it is the sinner that will be captured. But you, the spirit of discernment, will enter into you. You will see that which looks beautiful. Something in you will say, no, it is not good. That's what the spirit of God does. Sometimes they will look at you and say, oh boy, how did you know? Know what? I said, it was so clear. I'm surprised the rest of you couldn't see it. It's the spirit of discernment. You know, I've been saying it that these days I'm more... Well, what I mean by i more patient with people is that now I have more understanding of why they don't know some things I know. Things I thought should be clear. They don't know them. Now I have understanding. Why? Because I have now realized that it is not like I know. It is the Spirit of God that is making me wise. I hope you're getting my point. And if they don't have that Spirit, why would they have that kind of understanding? Do you get what I'm going to say? See, it's not just about knowledge. You know, for a long time, I used to think it was just, um, you know, when you know these things. No, you can know and not know how to apply. That's what's called wisdom. That's what's called the spirit of wisdom. There are people who have as much information as you do, but it's not doing anything for them. Why? They don't, have, they don't have the spirit of wisdom. Now I understand that when people make some wrong decisions, it's because God has not given them that spirit of wisdom. What am I saying? As you are listening to these words, the spirit of wisdom, the spirit of discernment is entering into you. In the name of Jesus Christ. I said you should open somewhere, right? Proverbs chapter 8. From there we are going to pray together. The spirit you live here with today is that spirit that helps you make the right decisions. That spirit that ensures that you will not go the wrong way. That spread that sees the beautiful cities that are actually, ah there's no name there, one for those, one of those cities that the North Koreans built to attract the South Koreans. Can you believe that? From what we know today, going by what we know, South Korea is, is a better place to live than North Korea, right? From what we know, from what we have been told, I've not been to any one of them, I'm just talking about what we're told. Yet, they built a city, um, something, Dong City, on the border to North Korea, to, uh, on, on, where the, North, the South Koreans can see. Just inside North Korea, the city is beautiful. It has lights. The lights never go out. Beautiful windows. But you know what? The windows don't lead anywhere. You will know, but from afar when you are looking at it, it's beautiful. They used no to tell the, North Korea, the South Koreans, come, the North is better. <laughs> but those who know, they know. See, so that city you are seeing is an empty city. Many of the things we have been attracted with in life, they are empty. Now, this is prayer I'm praying, and I want to receive it. You will see these things for what they really are. Amen. Young woman, listen to me. You will see that lying man for what he really is. Amen. He will not be able to take advantage of you. Amen. I've seen some evil that some men do. I don't want to start narrating them here now. But you know that except God delivers a young woman, she'll fall for them. I know one man who went as far as carrying his friends and wine to go and see the girl's father. Yet he had no good intention at heart. By the time a young man comes with his friends and wine to see your father, ha! you know, naturally you would think that he's a serious suitor. May God forgive me. You know why? Because when I heard the way my heart rose up against him, years later, when I heard the confusion he was in life, I didn't even feel sorry for him. I just said, this guy, let's pick small pigeon. He said, I don't swear for Your swear don't activate. The iniquity of his hands, I said, no, no, I, don't, I, I didn't believe God could let those things go free like that. Anyway, that's the way he said, God will not let it go free. For that guy to be delivered, he will have to give his life to Christ and they will baptize him well. You know this kind of baptism where you think you are drowning. <laughs> and he will confess his sins and forsake them. I'm telling you. Don't go around life defrauding people like that. But it's not him I want to talk about. Is that you listening to me, you won't fall for such a trap. Amen. <laughs> 1 Kings chapter 14, at that time, Abijah the son of Jeroboam became sick. Jeroboam said to his wife, arise now and disguise yourself so that they will not know that you are the wife of Jeroboam and go to Shiloh. Behold, Ahijah the prophet is there who spoke concerning me that I would be king over these people. Take 10 loaves with you, some cakes and a jar of honey and go to him. He will tell you what will, what will happen to the boy. So Jeroboam's wife did so, and arose and went to Shiloh, and came to the house of Ahijah. Now Ahijah could not see, for his eyes were dim because of his age. Now notice verse 5, and I wanted to claim the spirit here as I'm reading it. He said, Now the Lord has said to Ahijah, Behold, the wife of Jeroboam is coming to inquire of you concerning her son, for he is sick you shall say thus and thus to her, for it will be when she arrives that she will pretend to be another woman. Is that spirit of discernment I'm talking about. Now this is what God will do for you. When that lying deceptive man is coming, he said, when Ahijah heard the sound of her feet coming in the doorway, he said, come in, wife of (laughs) Jeroboam. She was disguised. she has changed her voice. Good morning, sir. I came from a far country. My son is sick. She has planned everything. The man had not even Your head, kuru, kuru. said, Is that the wife of Jeroboam? Come in, come in. I was waiting for you. This is what the Lord has to say. And he began to give her the word of God. He said, Come in, wife of Jeroboam. Why do you pretend to be another woman? For I am sent to you with a harsh message. Go say to Jeroboam, Thus says the Lord God of Israel. I will not read beyond that. Because what I want to bring out is the fact that she came in to deceive, but God had prepared the prophet's heart. When deceivers come to you, your heart will be prepared. You will shock them. You will shock them. (laughs) I like the story I heard from uh, William Myron Brenham. Brenham was ministering. Brenham had a special manifestation. God told him, I heard him say this watching his videos. God told him that this is the anointing. And I've heard the same thing from Ken Hagin in his own personal life too. These are prophets. Because I've given you this anointing. For people to be blessed by it, they must believe you. You understand? So he's like, how are they going to believe me when they don't know me? God said to him, what I will do is that I will reveal the secrets of their hearts to you. So when you tell them the secrets of their hearts, their faith will be stirred up and you'll be able to minister to them. So many of these fake things you see these days. The, of course, you cannot counterfeit that which is not real. The fake, the genuine ones exist. So, Abraham used to do something. He just stand it. As soon as he come up to the minister, he just tell you, just welcome you with your name. And tell you you came from so and so city. The reason why you came is because you are sick like this, like this, like this, like that. Two days before you came, you and your wife discussed. And your wife said, look. Go and see the preacher, and you said, "No, I don't believe such things." And when you were saying you were standing in front, he would just describe it because he's seen everything that happened. You know, you be like, "What?" He just tell you, "Do you believe now that I'm sent by God?" You say, "Yes." He will pray for you, get well. He Just wanted you to believe. He wasn't doing a show. Now, but of course, he's ministering to people openly. This man could do that ten in a row. So some people say, "How does he know these things?" So because people used to fill some information cards before they come in, so they believe that maybe he spies the cards. Maybe somebody is whispering to him. Maybe it's word by knowledge, not word of knowledge. So they said two young men decided one day that they were going to deceive the prophets. They took those cards, wrote fake names, wrote fake uh, personal information, and fake problems that they had. So they lined up to be prayed for. As soon as it was their turn, the man said, what do I see before me? I see two young men who are proposing their hearts to deceive the man of God. They have written like this in the cards, that this is my name, this is my problem. He described everything. The one I heard, which shocked me, he said, let the problems be upon them as they have said. Not take your hand by trouble. <laughs> I like the way they say, what do I see before me? I said to you. Man. Let's talk about you. God will give you discernment. Amen. Before they start to tell lies so as to collect your money. You just say to them, you don't even know you're talking. Say, so you I should advance you 1.5 million. Was that not what you and your friend were discussing at the bar yesterday? What's his name again? No, it's not John, that's his name, Andrew. Two of you were talking. You you, you finished saying like what? I'm not giving you the money because I know you're planning to travel tomorrow. Man, like, how did you know? Said there is a spirit in man, and the inspiration of the Almighty gives him what understanding. That is your testimony in the name of Jesus. Oh, I feel like saying to young women, the night before the man will come with his long proposal, you will have seen him come. You will see the color of his shirt. And God will say to you, he, he won't say anything. You just see His face and see the face of the devil. So when He comes the next morning, Ah, you know, Angela, I've saying I wanted to see you, start laughing. Say, so Why are you laughing? I saw this shirt yesterday. <laughs> you just <see> laughing. <laughs> You're laughing. Why are you laughing? Don't you want to hear what I want to say? The answer is no. He said, Let me say, Okay, go ahead and say it first. You will never tell Him forever. He will never find out that I saw you before you came. That spirit that God gave to this prophet, Ahijah. Receive it now for your personal life in the name of Jesus. Amen. Because you love the Lord, deceivers will not take advantage of you. Amen. In the name of Jesus Christ. Aha, uh-huh, I want to prophesy for somebody. Have you heard of one chance vehicle? The one that's about to collect you will jam in front of you. Amen. You are going to enter it. You are standing waiting for a bus. As he moves towards you, and you just say, um, "Agba in the road," as he wants to turn, he will just walk over the sidewalk, over the, you know, the curb into the gutter. bum, he will fall there. And you be, "Why are you driving like that?" The man will not know what came upon him. You know what happened? An angel drew a road for him. He drove that road into the gutter, for your protection. Amen. In the name of Jesus Christ, Amen. this word is activated in your life. Amen. No evil will befall you. Amen. The glory of God will be your rear guard. Amen. No plague will come near your dwelling place. Amen. Your help comes from the Lord who made the heaven and the earth. Amen. He will not allow your food to sleep. Amen. He who watches over you does not slumber. Amen. Indeed, he who watches over Israel neither slumbers nor sleeps. Amen. The Lord is your keeper. Amen. The Lord is your shade at your right hand. Amen. The soul will not smite you by day. Amen. Not the moon by night. The Lord will keep your going out and your coming in. In the name of Jesus Christ. Listen, the ability, that's the message I came with today. The ability to make sound judgment, sound decisions concerning your life. What is not, look, you will not be deceived. See, because you love the Lord, I activate the protection against deception concerning you. I say it again. A lying suitor will not take advantage of you. In the name of Jesus Christ. See, you know, you have all these 419 people, 419, come to lie to you to take your money. Eh? They will not get your money. One of my friends, no, happened to him. Those early days, when we did not know there was anything like that, when this 419 thing was not there really. Young men were still struggling, just left school and all of that. Then one day got a letter from a distant country. A good friend of his that they used to live together. That one wrote a long letter to him. How is he? How is he? he just mentioned, those, that's what they used to do. They used to hijack mails, use it to extract personal information and reconstruct. All right? Because we used to do handwritten letters those days. So he had gotten some of his personal information about that guy. He wrote him a very nice letter, explaining to him how he is doing, how he's fine, and all of that. So that he's sending him a particular amount of money for him to help. That is like my friend. Let's let's call his name um, Abel. So Abel is my friend. This strange guy. Let's give him another name, Cain. So Cain wrote to Abel, and they were friends. Now, Cain wrote, pretending to be somebody else who was friends with my guy Abel, that I'm going to send this amount. I'm, I'm sending this amount of money. Please help me change it to Naira, okay? And um, this is how you will spend it. As the money was supposed to come to the 50,000 of those days, all the guy told the guy to spend was 30,000. And that he could keep the balance 20 for himself. Now, if you get that kind of mail, is that not a good mail? So he told him that, please, the person he's sending will come to so, so and so place. You should meet him at Hotel Presidential, Port Harcourt. He gave him the date and all of that. Ah, so my friend left where he was. Package the money he had to go and, of course, they had planned the whole thing. The only thing that happened, no happened, how God delivered him. The guy say, said, come on the 5th, maybe Saturday the 5th. My friend got the letter. He got there and realized that they said Saturday the 5th. He got there Sunday the 6th. I don't know whether you're getting my point. He mixed the whole thing up and missed it by a day. So he got there, he was frustrated. He didn't see the person. The person actually came the day before, didn't see him, and left. He got there a day later. And he was angry that I just missed my 20K. That guy was probably going to give him some fake uh, or a check that meant nothing. Collect his cash and walk away. So he was angry, and he left, only to start hearing stories later that this is how this deal actually runs. So he told me, say, Bank, this was how I was delivered. Money we did not have. The guy had gathered it. He came with it too. But he went back with his money. Let me pray for you. You will go back with your money. Amen. These things will not take advantage of you. Amen. God will give you wisdom. As you see the mail, you will know it's fake. Amen. In the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Open to the book of Proverbs chapter 8. Like I said, the spirit we are receiving is the ability to make wise decisions concerning our lives. So that we will not decide concerning our lives things that are wrong. Oh, it is so important. Proverbs chapter 8. Alright, wisdom was speaking here. Now, the wisdom is a person of the Lord Jesus Christ. And is with us now by his spirit. Amen. So when I leave, I will send you another com- comforter. So this is the Holy Spirit speaking to you. The Spirit that is filling you now is speaking to you. Did you hear what I said? Yes, sir. The Holy Spirit came when Jesus left. You, you know that, uh-huh. and that's what we are. That's what that's the Spirit we are receiving. Okay, that's the Spirit we are receiving. Now I say, I wisdom dwell with prudence. That this prudence is with me. I find knowledge and discretion. The fear of God is to hate evil. Pride and arrogance and the evil way and the perverted mouth I hate. There are two sides to this. It means if this spirit is with you, you will hate evil. Say amen to that. Amen. Say in the, name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus. I have the fear of God, I have the fear of God and, I and I hate evil. Say the spirit of God is upon me. The spirit of, the, spirit of, the, fear of, the, spirit of the fear of God. The spirit of God is inside me. The spirit of the fear of God. God. From the bottom of my heart. From the the bowels of my soul. soul. I hate evil. evil. Say pride. Pride And arrogance. And the evil way. And the the perverted mouth. mouth Will not be found in me. me. Say in the name of Jesus.
1: Jesus.
0: I hate pride. pride. It It will not be in me. Arrogance. Arrogance. To not be in me. Be in every, me. Evil every evil way. I drink way. of the spirit of the fear of God right now. God. Say, I drink of the spirit of the fear of God right now.
1: God.
0: And, I and I cast out pride. Say, right now. now. I, cast I cast out arrogance. And every evil way. And, every evil way. And, the and the perverted mouth. Now, listen to this again. The Holy Spirit says, counsel is mine and sound wisdom. I am understanding and power is mine. Say in the name of Jesus. I drink of the Spirit of God. Therefore, I have counsel. Therefore, I
1: have,
0: Therefore, I have sound wisdom. I have, sound wisdom. I, have I have understanding. Divine ability is mine. Ability is mine. Because right now, because right now I, drink of the of God. I drink of the Spirit of God. Now, again, he said, by me, King's reign." and rulers decree justice. He said, by me, princes rule and nobles, all who judge rightly. Now say, in the name of Jesus, I have the ability to judge rightly. In every domain God has put me over, I will rule with justice. In my, home, in my home, I will rule with justice. Will rule justice. You know, parents, listen to this. You have to declare this over yourself so you can rule your children. Children, can, they, can, they can know how to twist so that you will j- rule in their favor. And the person you are ruling against, start building resentment in the heart. And you may have thought you were doing it sincerely. Let's not just take it for granted. Let's receive the spirit of what? Right judgment. Every parent in this house, I give you 15 seconds, receive the spirit of right judgment concerning your household. 15 seconds. Drink it. Say in the name of Jesus, I receive it. I receive it. to judge in my household, between my wife and my children, amongst the children, amongst relatives, help, people in the house, workers. Sound judgment is important. Sound judgment is important. Okay, if you are a boss here, do the same. You have 15 seconds. You are a leader in the office. You are head of department. You own your own business. You had a ministry. You are in charge of one unit. You have power. They have given you authority. Receive the ability now to make sound judgment. We are receiving the ability of the spirit, the spirit. The spirit. We are drinking the spirit. I inhale. I drink the spirit of God. I drink the spirit of God. I drink the spirit of God. The spirit of sound judgment. The spirit of sound judgment. The spirit of sound judgment. So that nobody can conspire against another and bring a case before you. God will give you the ability to to judge soundly. Judge rightly. Give the Lord thanks. He has heard you. He knows you desire it. And because you fear him, he has heard you. In the name of Jesus Christ. Now let's continue reading. He said in verse 17, I love those who love me, and those who diligently seek me, he said, they will find me. Riches and honor, now this is wisdom speaking, which is the Holy Spirit with us now. Riches and honor, he said, are with me, enduring wealth and righteousness. My fruit is better than gold, even pure gold, and my yield better than choices silver. He said, I walk in the way of righteousness, in the midst of the path of justice listen to this to endow those who love me with wealth that I may fill their treasuries listen the spirit of god will lead you so that you will do your business righteously and abound therein in jesus name amen he said riches and honor are with me these days people gain riches and lose respect why because they did not get wealth with righteousness Are you getting my point? But in your case, it will not be like that. I said, in your case, it will not be like that. The Spirit of God will dwell inside you. And you will walk in righteousness. And your bands will overflow with produce in the name of Jesus. He said, I walk in the way of righteousness. You will know what is right to do. I tell the story all the time about Mary Kay Ash and Henry Ford. They built businesses trying to teach people what was right to do. I hope you're getting my point. Both of them testified. They didn't go there looking for money. They just saw that what people are doing is not right or wasn't right then. So they said there's a better way to do it. What did God do for them? He gave them the way of righteousness. And they walked in the midst of the path of justice. So as a result, they were endowed with wealth. And their treasuries were filled. Now that will be your testimony in Jesus' name. Amen. God will give you wisdom Amen. to walk in righteousness. Amen. You will do business and your business will prosper. Now no, listen to this. I need, to, I need you to receive this. You will prosper more than those who cheat. Amen. I need you to receive this. Oh, I said you will prosper more than those who cheat. Amen. Initially it may not look like that, but it's coming. Amen. Amen. Did you hear what I said? Yes, I said what? Initially it may not look like that. But this is the word of the Lord to you, it is coming.
1: Amen.
0: You will be in the market, people will be in there. This is the way we do it. Say no. But at the end of the day, this is the word of the Lord. You will prosper more than those who walk in unrighteousness. Amen. Please, I need to emphasize: it may not come immediately. But this is the promise of God I'm releasing to you, and I'm giving you to hear. You need to claim it. Say it after me, say in the, name of Jesus, in the
1: name of Jesus. I
0: will walk in righteousness. I will, walk in
1: righteousness. I will,
0: not, compromise. I will not compromise. Say in my, business, in my business, I will walk in righteousness.
1: Walk
0: in righteousness. And as the, spoken, as the Lord has spoken, say it, and as the Lord has spoken, as the Lord has spoken I receive it. I receive that I will prosper more than those who cheat. I will prosper more than those who cheat. Did you hear what I said? It is going to happen to you. Somebody is going to give me a testimony. Amen. In fact, the first set of testimonies will be in the next few months. Amen. I know some people are expecting it be in the next five years. No, the first set will roll in the next few months.
1: Amen.
0: You will discover that you are prospering more than those who are cheating.
1: Amen.
0: <laughs> so that you, Look, so that God will cleanse your environment there. Let me tell you, many of them they will cheat. They spend all the profit on law case, lawsuits. Yes, they are always be going to court. Some of them, all their money will be spent to build themselves. Initially, they will think you are slow, but they will soon realize that you are the wise one. The Spirit of God will do this for you in the name of Jesus Christ. Wisdom was still speaking. He said, the Lord possessed me at the beginning of his way, before his works of old. From everlasting I was established, from the beginning, from the earliest times of the earth. When there was no depth, I was brought forth. When there was no springs abounding with water. Before the mountains were settled, before the hills I was brought forth, while He had not yet made the earth and the fields, nor the first dust of the earth. You'll see what, what he's saying here. Because some people may say, that, Pastor, we are saying this. In me, I don't have business. I don't have home yet. Now it's you he's talking about. This is time to walk with wisdom. I hope you're getting my point. Yeah, wisdom is already working with you. Amen. It is not when you need it to come. It will come before you need it. Amen. You know what it means? You will sit down. You don't have a business. So you'll be looking at what every businessman is doing wrong. <laughs> I hope I get my point. He said there is a spirit in man. But the inspiration of the Almighty does what? Gives him on under- Not experience. When Eli was speaking, you know, he kept quiet. Now, young people, stop talking too quickly. Let the old people talk first. When they have finished talking and they have nothing more to say, Say, excuse me, can I contribute something? Don't jump to speak too early. Eli, Eli waited for them, Eliphaz, um, what's their name? All those uh, friends of Job to finish speaking. He said, I thought the ages should speak and multitudes of years should command wisdom. I gave you space. He was a young one. He said, I was young, so I felt I should keep quiet. He said, But there is a spirit in man and the inspiration of the Almighty gives them understanding. I wrote an article long ago, how to find a wife. I didn't find a wife for the next five or six years. (laughs) I'm not kidding. I got married. I wrote that article around 94, 95. I got married, uh, I think, 99. Yes, four years later. When I wrote the article, I started by saying, some of you will say, what qualifies you to write this? I said, there is a spirit in man. And the inspiration of the Almighty gives them understanding. Young boy didn't have a wife. He was telling people how to find a wife. Physician, heal thyself. (laughs) The Lord is good. What happens? This is how wisdom is. You will possess it before you will be established. He said, the Lord possessed me at the beginning of his way. Before his works of old. Before the works of old. From everlasting I was established. From the beginning, from the earliest times of the earth. When there, was no, there were no depths, I was brought forth. When there was no springs abounding with water. Before the mountains were settled. Before the hills, I was brought forth. While he had not yet made the earth and the fields, nor the first dust of the earth. When he established the heavens, I was there. When he inscribed a circle on the face of the deep. When he made firm the skies above. When the springs of the deep became fixed, when he set for the sea its boundary, so that the water would not transgress his command, when he marked out the foundations of the earth, then I was beside him as a master workman. I was daily his delight, rejoicing always before him, rejoicing in the world, his earth, and having my delight in the sons of men. What am I saying? From the foundation of your family, you will have wisdom.
1: Amen.
0: That is, before you marry, you will have wisdom with experience of those who have been married for 20 years. Amen. Somebody say, I receive it. I receive. While your business turnover is no more than 100,000, 200,000, you will know what the men like Dangote, You will know more than them. Amen. Yeah, because wisdom is there before the beginning. You know what's going to happen to you? As time will be passing, you will be rejoicing at the things that you are seeing. That was, this not what I said six years ago, they thought I didn't have sense. I hope you're getting my point. Listen, we have come today to receive the spirit of discernment. Of, the spirit of making right decisions and right choices. You will choose. Somebody will say, you knew something. A friend of mine came you know, from, he uh, was in the U.S. for some time. Then things happened to all my classmates, he had to come back home. When he came, I was already a consultant in Enugu. then. We're still quite young. He said then, if they told me I could live without going to the U.S., I would never have agreed. He now said, you guys were wise. Mm. When the Exodus was massive, I stayed in Lagos. When the Exodus was massive, I faced Enugu, and I've been living in Enugu since the year 2000, till today we are in 2023. Uh, It's 2023, right? Yeah, last month. It made 23 years that I have lived in this city. Thank you. He said, I'm a son of the soil. This is our city, amen? amen? The man looked at me that day. We were sitting somewhere in the um, upper chimney there. He said, you guys were wise. He said, you guys were wise. When he saw the way things had turned out, he had to come back from the U.S. He you guys were wise. Now, it shall be said concerning you that you were wise. Amen. At the beginning, they will be wondering. But at the end, they will look and say, this boy, you knew. Why didn't you tell us? This girl, you knew. Why didn't you tell us? No. It's because you are filled with the spirit of discernment. It's because you are filled with the spirit of wisdom. That spirit enters you now in the name of Jesus. Amen. As you are listening to this, it is entering. Amen. You will make decisions that others will look. They will think, it's, this is crazy. But inside your heart, it's not like you boyfriend my friend, I know it's right. No. You will just know it is right to you to be so clear, this is the right thing to do. It will take you a few years, but everybody will look at you and say, You were wise. Amen. Some of you, you are marrying somebody and your friends are looking like eh. <laughs> they are laughing. I give them two years, they will say to you, You were wise. Amen. Some will say, Why are you marrying now? I remember one woman that she harassed my life well. And hey, that's how we like to do. What do you have? You want to marry? And I saw her, Is it two years ago? When I we went for china wedding? Yes, two years ago. When I saw the woman, ah, I, I recognized that. I said, madam, she had not changed much. I said, it's me, back. She greeted me. I called my wife. I said, look at her. That's the woman you told me I couldn't take care of. That was 22 years later. <laughs> I said, look at her. You said I couldn't take care of her. What do you think? I don't think the Lord and I, I don't think we've done a bad job. That's what I told her. Let me tell you. People may laugh at your decisions now. But in the name of Jesus. In fact, this is it. Thus says the Lord. They will come back. They will look you in the eyes and say you were wise. Amen. They will look at you and say you were wise. Amen. I feel like saying this, God will make all grace abound towards you. Amen. You will have all sufficiency in all things. And you are bound to every good work. In the name of Jesus Christ. Let us read the last few verses. Said, Now therefore, all sons, listen to me. Say, I will listen to wisdom. Say it. I will listen to wisdom.
1: wisdom.
0: Say, the Spirit of God in me will direct me. and And I will follow. You know why? He said, for blessed are they who keep my ways. He said, heed instruction and be wise, and do not neglect it. Blessed is the man who listens to me, watching daily at my gates, waiting at my doorposts. For he who finds me finds life, and obtains favor from the Lord. But he who sins against me injures himself, and all those who hate me love death. Begin to pray. Say, Lord, I open my heart to instruction. I open my heart to instruction. May I never sin against wisdom. Lord, don't let me sin against wisdom. Oh, Lord, I hate death. I love wisdom. And I love life. Say, Lord, I hate death. I love wisdom. And I love life. Say, Lord, that's why, you know, he said men ought always to pray. Say, Lord, I will always pray. That's why you watch at his gates. It's in the place of prayer. He said, Blessed is the man who listens to me. There is a wisdom of God in your hands, it's called the scriptures. Say, Lord, open my eyes that I may behold wonderful things out of your law. Let the spirit flow into me constantly. Let your spirit flow into me constantly. Say, Lord, let the spirit flow into me constantly. Lord, let your word speak to me. Let your word be delightsome to my soul. Lord, put a hunger in me for the scriptures. Put a hunger in me for the teaching of the word of God and for the preaching of the word of truth. Put a hunger in me from the pro- for the prophetic word. Lord, speak to me in the place of prayer. Speak to me in my scriptures. Speak to me as I hear the teachings of your word. My heart loves wisdom. Say to the Lord, my heart loves wisdom. My heart desires wisdom. My heart drinks wisdom. I drink of it right now. I receive it. To so fill my cup, Lord, I lift it up. Come and quench this thirsting of my soul. And let this quenching result in more thirst, Lord. So that constantly you are quenching this thirst and I'm desiring you more. Oh, Lord, my heart yearns for you. My heart pants for you. Like the deer hunts pants after the water brooks. So my soul longs for you, oh God say to Him, speak those words to the Lord. 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 Speak those words. Say, Lord, today I receive wisdom. I receive insight. I receive understanding. Lord, I receive wisdom. Lord, I receive insight. The spirit of wisdom stays in me. The spirit of wisdom stays in me. The spirit of wisdom. The spirit of wisdom. The spirit of wisdom. In the name of Jesus Christ. Let me just read the scriptures and then we'll be out of here in a few moments. It says, Isaiah chapter 11. Then a shoot will spring from the stem of Jesse. And a branch from his roots will bear fruit. And the spirit of the Lord will rest on him, the spirit of wisdom and understanding, yes. the spirit of counsel and strength, Amen. the spirit of knowledge and the fear of the Lord. Amen. He said, and he will delight in the fear of the Lord. Amen. He will not judge by what his eyes see, Amen. nor make a decision by what his ears hear, Amen. but with righteousness he will judge the poor Amen. and decide with fairness for the afflicted of the earth. Amen. He will strike the earth with the rod of his mouth. And with the breath of his lips he will slay the wicked. Amen. Also he said righteousness will be the belt about his loins, Amen. and faithfulness the belt about his waist. Amen. And the wolf will lie will dwell with the lamb, and, lip, and the leopard will lie down with the young goats, and the calf and the young lion and the fathing together. Amen. And the little boy will lead them. Amen. Also the cow and the bear will graze. Amen. Their young will lie down together. Amen. And the lion will eat straw like the ox. The nursing child will play by the hole of the cobra, Amen. and the wind child will put his hand on the vipers den. He said, they will not hurt or destroy in all my holy mountain, for the earth will be full of the knowledge of the Lord, that the waters cover the sea. Hallelujah. Amen. Give a lot thanks again today. Say, Lord, I thank you. Thank you for you have heard me. Thank you for you have filled me with the spirit of wisdom, the spirit of excellence, the spirit of discernment. The ability to make sound judgments in the name of Jesus Christ.